Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? How y'all doing? Want to welcome in today, Mickey Mouse over there. We got a mouse in here today. Just before we go on, the Beano's over there going... Trying to eat his can- Don't give me ammunition. You know ammunition, what? I'm not man. speaking to anybody before we hit record from now on. <laughs> I mean, he's over there. He's going. And then me, Mona and I look at him. He goes, I'm trying to finish the candy. <laughs> and he sounds like, you sound like the little mouse. I don't know what the Christmas name of the, I think uh, the year without Christmas or something. And the mouse that works on the clock. <laughs> Mr. Trimble is his name. He's the older guy. I know this. I love this thing. <laughs> he's giving me the whole backstory of this guy. <laughs> Towards the night before Christmas, I think. You know, Santa oh, would come into their town because he wrote the little mouse. He wrote a note <laughs> to the North Pole. I think that was a fever so dream. You talk about mouse. Re- remind me that we caught, we have caught two mice in our camper this summer. This, this episode is taking a turn. I did not know. Going on vacation. I mean, One wild. was in the middle of the night. Tyler got up at two in the morning. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he wouldn't tell me because he didn't want me to know that there was a mouse in the camper. But indeed, then he came back to bed, and about 15 minutes later, he got back up. Got him. (laughs) Same thing. We first moved into the parsonage when the parsonage was here. Middle of the night, I hear something. (laughs) Sound like Dan. (laughs) And I'm like, there's a mouse. Uh, So I run and go get a mousetrap. I set it, and within five minutes, (laughs) whoa, That's what happened in our camper. See, like, middle bang. I'm, I'm the I'm the weakest at all of us apparently because I use the little plastic ones where the door shuts, and then <laughs> I make so nice. I make Wendy let them out. <laughs> Take him to the field. Turn in your man card. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sure, I haven't had that for decades. Wow, man! I want that thing that goes. Pow. Oh no, because then then it's then I, no then the in the it's the inside is out and it's not natural. No, no I don't not, like that. It's not that bad. Well, it depends on how that little smacker hits him upside yeah. the head. Oh, it yeah. can be I, a bloody mess. Yeah. It no. looked at my mom's. I, I She just caught one the other day in her attic, mm. and it looked like uh, there was a mouse killing mm. up there. This mm. one, it hit him right, just right, and I think everything mm. just... Wow, we really have taken a turn. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, no, I brought it we up. We just had a cute little mouse in the little thing. And, yeah, I kill him. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> All that to say, please excuse me if you hear me eating candy over here. My my method of dissolving it faster through that noise didn't really do much. It's still just hanging out. So last episode, he was John Travolta. <laughs> now he's Mickey Mouse. A man of many names and no talents. Let's oh. go. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Oh First Peter. We are finishing First Peter today. We're going to finish it. Because I just, I'm just. Wait, we got three verses. How are we going to get bro. three verses? Don't worry. Now I'm starting to sound like Mickey Mouse. What I was know that? it. Oh my God. Um, because here's what we're doing. I've told you guys, we've laughed. <clears throat> Mona and Tyler are going on sabbatical again. With the mice. <laughs> With the mice. And <laughs> so we're taping all these ahead. And so when we come back, we want to be on something new. Yep. We've decided we're going to Isaiah 40. Mm-hmm. So when you hear this, next, next? week will be Isaiah <laughs> yeah. 40. Now, here's the key. 
one of us has to remember that because I'm telling you, when y'all come back, <laughs> me and Dan are going to be like, what did we say we were going? Oh, I, every time I come in this room to record, where are we at? That's where right. What are we doing? What are right. we, even if you guys texted earlier in the day. Yep. I just wrote it down. <laughs> okay. It is, it is written. It is written. Of course, you wrote it there, and we're going to be in the next month, but. We'll flip back. Okay. We'll yeah. flip, flip a rooski. Okay. Hey, hey, future podcast, uh, Mosaic Marine Podcast, go back and look at the piece of paper. <laughs> That's right. On there. All right, here we go. All right, so Mona's going to read, starting at verse 22, I hope, to the end of the chapter, and we shall delve in. It's going to be Del- a record. Delve. Okay, First Peter chapter 1. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for that good news. And, and let us never forget that that is what it is. It's good news. It's it's not something trivial. But it's your word, and it it gives us life and uh, brings us closer to you. And that's exactly what we pray today, that we'd be brought closer to you and that those who would listen would be brought closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Is there anybody in this world that you cannot love? Well, there shouldn't be. I can't say anything. She's in the room. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, there is not. Oh, come on now. There's not. There, there's people who you will choose not to love. There's no one who you can't love. Come on now. I just don't think I got it in me. <laughs> then you don't have Christ in you. If only there was a verse that would tell me that. <laughs> you know what? If you didn't see walking Here into that. Here it goes well, again. I knew that was coming. I mean, I just I, found another person I can't love. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was having a conversation. So this is going to be weeks from now. So, <laughs> But when we're taping this just yesterday... <laughs> I had a guy say, I, I don't, I can't love everybody. Mm. And I'm like, yes, you can. I mean, yeah. no, you can't. No, I can't. I'm like, yes, you can. No, I mean, we sound like two, three-year-olds. <laughs> no, I can't. Yes, you can. And that person was like, pray tell how. Mm. And I said, well, it's easy. So did you have a verse? Well, I, there's several in First John, but I don't know the exact ones. I'm not going to First John. Oh, oh. oh. But it's your favorite book. It it is. It took me I, I don't know a whole year podcast to figure that out, but <laughs> it did. Well, I'm don't have a good memory. That's all. Were you gonna read a verse, Mona? I'm just <laughs> no, because I don't want one. Well, if you have one, show it to me. <sighs> Speak it forth. Several time places in First John, it says that if we have the love of God within us, then we have to love. And if we don't love our brothers, then the love of God is not within us. But is that where brothers mean fellow believers? <laughs> well, there is that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but so if there was one. You're just going to have to tell us because I can't read your mind today. Sometimes. Mona doesn't have it. You know, I don't have it. Let me tell you that right now. For the love of God has been shed yeah, abroad in our yeah. hearts. Romans 5, 5. I was just reading that. But it was a week ago, so that's why I forgot. I mean, seriously, that and that's the key. It's the picture of a paint bucket that mm-hmm. if you were to take it and just throw it out, the the love of God is in you. Mm-hmm. We we don't choose to love everybody. Right. Let's right. most right. most people 
Right. Even believers oh, yeah. Yeah. have people that they're like, mm-hmm. well, I, know, I know you're not supposed to say you hate somebody, but I really, 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 really dislike that person. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, yeah. okay. So you hate them. So you hate <laughs> them. <Right. laughs> no. What you're saying is you hate them. Um, and to say that you cannot love them is a slap in the face of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I told this person, I said, well, can I ask you a question? Sure. I said, whomever you're you're speaking of, talking about, mm-hmm. did they do something to you worse than what you did to God? Right. right. Home dude had to think about it. <laughs> well, well, I hadn't done anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, I finally said, the answer is no. <laughs> you, you've never, because it goes back to what we're talking about, the holiness of God is a standard that is set, and God cannot, going back to something you said all the time, cannot act outside of his yeah. character. Right. Yeah. And I believe his major character truth is that of holiness right. that everything else yep. flows from. Yep. And I get that from Isaiah chapter 6 when the seraphim mm-hmm. are flying around. They could have said, love, love, love. Right. Holy, holy, holy. They could have said, just, just, just. But they said, what? One more time there, Mickey Ho- Mouse? Holy, holy, holy. They said, holy, holy, holy. Right. Because that, that to me, encompasses all of his characteristics. Mm-hmm. And so that, and then he, when he talks that, and you're reading it here, um, a, sincere, a sincere brotherly love. You ought to love one another earnestly from a pure heart. How would this radically wreck and change mm. the church if the church, not the world, right. the yep. church yep. began to love that way? Right. Not just brothers either, right? Mm-hmm. Unbelievers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, I ask a question. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> both of you are going. Yep. Well, yep. Yep, yep, would, yep, yep, yep. 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 The first yep. thing that would happen externally from from the church family <laughs> is what we're known for would change. So often we're known for, and that we, we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have something in that water. <laughs> Ma'am, we're trying to have a podcast here. What did wait a minute, uh, I, what did you say? <laughs> you know, every time Mona loses it, and we have to try to get it back on the rails. I tell you, this time just, I didn't fall in the it's floor. It's constant. I'm about to. I picked the wrong time to not have the camera on her. Let me tell you. Thank goodness it's not on me. It reminds me of a song from the '70s. You probably aren't old enough to know it, Dan, but I'm just saying. They'll know we are Christians by our love. Oh, you remember yeah, that song? Sing that vacation <laughs> Bible school. Yeah, we, we've sung. I think we've sung it here. Sang, mm-hmm. sung it. We probably do. <laughs> yeah, it's one of one, one I more have modern. No tune. clue what song you got. You don't know about. that song? What? Uh, it, it's. I'm not going to sing it, but it I is. Know, that's they'll what know I we are Christians thinking. by our love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll sing it for you later. I'm yeah. trying to get the gist of it here. No, I mean that's that's kind of who we are by our love. <gasps> I'm sorry, Dan. Okay. You are making a very solid, saying. important point, and I interrupted. No, we you. we've talked about this before. And she interrupted by speaking in tongues. <laughs> <They're pretty laughs> <long. laughs> um, but so we talked about this before. Um, that everybody mouth. knows what we're against. We're great at uh, saying yeah. that. They don't know what we're for. Um, and, and internally, you know, first of all, it, it goes back to talking about the early church being of one accord. It's not everybody has to be your best friend. This, I, I hate to say it, but this kind of fake 
overly sugary uh, kindness that we're known for in the South, where the minute you walk away, we'll, we'll talk about you, but we'll yeah. be really kind to your face. Um, but it's this idea that we recognize, especially within the church, with our brothers, we recognize that they are heirs through Christ with us because we, we have that same belief and, and just wanting nothing but the best for them. No, and I mean in their relationship with God. And so we want to help them and to build them up closer to God as much as we can in their relationship. Um, but then that same thing can be applied to um, to the non-believer. Not, again, we, we talked about this last episode. They are not heirs. They, they have not accepted mm-hmm. Christ as their Savior. But we know that God created them for his glory, ultimately. So it, just because they don't recognize it doesn't mean I can't recognize it in them that they were created for that purpose, whether they, they accept it or not. And they're somebody that God loved enough to die Absolutely. for. So we Absolutely. are called to love them to Jesus. I mean, there there are lifestyles. I'm not going down this path. There yeah. are lifestyles out there that the Bible is against. I don't care yeah. what you say. You're never going to convince you. But I, I'm not going to rail against you. Right. Okay. I'm going to try to love you to Jesus. Yep. Yep. Because it's all I know to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and it goes back to one of those those things that we say all the time, the, the ground's level of the cross. Yeah. My filth is the same as your filth, regardless of whether yeah. it has the same name or not. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it just... Because it's got a different name above it, doesn't yeah. mean anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what's your, what's your thought? So that was my really sort of my take from that is yeah. that that we got to love people, and and I'm telling you, love is a lost art in the church. Mm-hmm. It is a lost art between brothers in the church, and from the church emanating out to the world. Yep. Because when it, when the world sees us loving each other and loving. Not not loving the world mm-hmm. as it is, mm-hmm. but loving the people, people. in the world, mm-hmm. trying to show them the love of mm-hmm. God. Things radically change. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you you hear people say um, we need to just be kind to each other, be kind to strangers, and show kindness. But the reality is, as believers, what we need to do is not our. I mean, it'll be evidenced in our kindness, mm-hmm. but show love. And when we show love. Um, what a difference it makes in that person's heart and life. And, and who knows, only God knows how that would affect them into a future relationship with him. I mean, everything we do, it comes down to it. You know, last episode we talked about, really it was a salvation episode. Didn't right. It? Everything we do as believers in this life should be with the the foundation and the, the desire mm-hmm. to get in a conversation about Jesus. Yeah. Just today, Mm. I talked to the bug man (laughs) about Jesus. He did. The bug man. Awesome. I mean, it's it's got, and it's because, I mean, I literally was thinking about this morning and my my spiritual gift is that of, of an evangelist. I'm like, you know, Hank, you have never talked to that dude about Yeah. Jesus Christ. And so I just began that process. Mm -hmm. Of of building a little bit more of a relationship with this guy, and I mean this dude is is nothing like me. I mean he's got piercings and right. I mean, praise God for him. Yeah, he can pull yeah. it off. I can't. <laughs> you know, so that's got to be the ultimate goal of us and desire of us is to be the light in the darkness because Jesus is living in us and through us to a lost and dying and dark world. Mm-hmm. You don't win the lost by being like the lost. Mm-hmm. You don't bring bring light to the darkness by being more dark. Yeah. 
You bring it by bringing the light of Jesus Christ, by bringing the flame of the gospel, which is the good news, which is really good news that some people think is bad news. The problem is we act like it's no news. Mm -hmm. Yep. It still works. Yep. Okay. So what do y'all think? Well, I mean, and I was going to say, and loving somebody with a sincere brotherly love and loving one another earnestly within the church the importance of that because it's just one of those other cogs in the wheel of the fact that living the Christian life is hard. And so as we are together as a body of believers, if we aren't feeling and experiencing that love from other believers, then that's just going to make living the Christian life even harder. Mm -hmm. And so if we do feel that love and if we do share that love with each other, how much greater is it than how much easier is it then for us to live the Christian life the way that we're supposed to? And I think that <clears throat> one of the things that we, we really struggle with is not both internally and externally is, is this concept that, that going to church is not something we just do. It, it's, it, Christianity is not just a religion; it's who we are. Yeah. And so, when it, when we remember that for a minute and, and get get out of the rules of well, this is a this is how we come in, and this is a, we have these glimpses into what a community of believers, the body of Christ, really looks like. And that's when you'll start to draw other people in. When they see this isn't a club, this isn't just a religion. This is a body of believers. Um, that's when you'll start seeing change both in the church and outside the church. Yeah. Right. I, I, oh, if you saw me underline, circling, and pointing an arrow, I think that this chapter begins with the word imperishable mm-hmm. and it ends with the word imperishable. Uh, it's, it's that imperishable middle, seed. Right. And it's in the. What? Where? Well, in verse, huh? we talked about two episodes ago, Where? verse 18, not imperishable, but the perishable. What? So that contrast is there also. So. Oh, I don't, see, it's not in mine. It doesn't say that in mine. It, I'm sure it does. Verse 18. <laughs> your ransom from the feudal ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable Oh, things. I remember that. Yeah, The I word doesn't say, it doesn't say imperishable. I, I said that. I said it doesn't say imperishable, but it sets a contrast with the perishable. I'm scared of Mona, so I'm agreeing with her. <laughs> I have a question Chicken. about a word, and I oh, have no. two word nerds in here. <laughs> so... In 23, through the living and what word of God? Abiding. See, I have enduring. It's the same thing. You think so? I do. To abide means to endure forever. It means to settle down in tabernacle. The, literally, the word See, this, abide means this is why? to tabernacle, mm-hmm. which means you dwell there. Right. It's in, not a visiting. It, right. Yeah, it's not a visit. Right, you right. you live there. Okay. Yeah. And enduring means you're you're, you're enduring until the end. You're okay. staying there. Okay. In other words, what he's saying right there is that the word is not going to ever change. Mm-hmm. This is God's word, period, yeah. point blank, end of discussion. Yeah. I don't care what Washington says or Richmond yep. or whatever state yep. capital or what you say, ma'am or sir. The word of God is the word of God. Mm-hmm. It is enduring. It's abiding. It's imperishable. It's unchanging. It is God's word. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, in the discussion, he's from eternity past to eternity future. He never changes. So his word, therefore, never changes. Right. right. Yes. And going back to 22, 
that's what's so important about the obedience mm-hmm. is it, it's yeah. again us not putting ourselves in God's place. It's us saying, "Your God, I'm not." Whatever this says is the beginning and the end. Because of it. what is the key word for the believer's life? Obedience. Obey. Mm-hmm. Obedience. Obey. Mm-hmm. Either way you want to put that. Remember, unbelievers, their key word to get into Christian life is faith. Mm-hmm. You guys, you got to have faith. But for the believer, mm-hmm. it's obey. Right. And here's the great thing. Once you learn to obey, you never have to adjust your obedience. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now, you have to adjust it to be the word. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying right. is that word's never going to change. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, oh, I got to obey this today, but tomorrow mm-hmm. God's word changes. And now right. I, I, I'm going to have to adjust it. I got to adjust to that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because yeah. what does it say in verse 22? It says obedience to the truth, which is as... Dan linked it to the living and biting mm-hmm. word of God. That is the truth. That is what we are to obey. That is what we are to live by. Um, and right. And all the things that you were saying about it. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like that? He what? always gives me looks. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> so what What else we got there? What does it mean to be born again? I mean, really, when you get down to it, besides love, that's the key mm-hmm. point here, I believe, is that you were since you've been born again. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What What is it talking about? Well, it, We don't hear that a lot anymore. So it means that you are not what you were before. Is not you're not an improved version of, of who you were before. You're literally born again. If if I'm born again, I'm not a better version of, of Dan Amos. I'm a new creation. I'd say if there were only verses of scripture right. that would tell us these things, it seems to be his theme. Today. I was about to say I'm sensing a recurring theme here. You, you might got a verse. Uh, no. <laughs> Well, maybe. You, how do you not know that one, what he was talking about? I wasn't prepared I do, for I do. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You know, I really like part of that. I mean, I like the whole thing. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm a horrible way last, to put it. Last what? episode, my man said there's five I, ways to get to heaven. No, that was not. <laughs> Mona's flipping people off. I don't have anything to talk about. chaos. Oh, no, I, you know, you, and it, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of logic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, I can't you, get you a thought together. You were looking at my man went, I'm a big fan of logic. <laughs> I'm a big fan of logic, believe it or not. I hope you got not. that on video. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you can't be born again without the old dying. Yeah, I can't be born again and then drag along the old with me. Right, but that's what we try to do. We try to say, "Well, I want to be born again, but let me let me take these little parts from the old." You know, um, no, I just I hadn't really thought of that since. But it, that's a two parter. When you are born again, the old has to go. Right. So <laughs> I was preaching out of Second Corinthians years ago, and I had this little dude. He doesn't he doesn't attend. His family doesn't attend anymore. And um, he he's still, well, anyway, so I was preaching and I said, it really, when you get to that, it's like, you know, all things have become new or it says, well, let me back up. <laughs> Christ, he's a new creation. All things become new. Old things have passed away. Behold. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get that in my mind. And it's like when you say that, behold, you go, behold, <laughs> all things have become new. And so this boy, <laughs> they're telling me the next Sunday, so they went home and. And they were telling their mom, she wasn't here that Sunday, 
And apparently this kid screamed, behold, and mom <laughs> threw drinking soda all over the wall because my, my kid was like, behold. Same kid. I told him, I said, look, I was talking about evolution. I said, if you're, if you're a school teacher, science teacher thinks that evolution is real, you need to have her call me. Literally, that boy went to school and they were talking about evolution. He said, you need to call my pastor. <laughs> Hank Meadows, man, about the church. Oh, great. <laughs> she never called. Oh. I wonder I why. <laughs> so how much time we got there? Um, Mickey uh, Mouse. Good five minutes. Yeah, good five. I think minutes. he just has a pat answer. <laughs> so, I don't even know where to go. Well, I was going to say, isn't is that sermon of his one of the Marian messages? The truth about being born again. I believe it is. So, if you scroll back through our episodes, yeah. one of the Marian messages is Hank's sermon on what does it mean the truth about being born again, which was a really good sermon based on John three. So, um. Go listen to it. Yeah. Here you go. Um, yeah, because it was really good. I'm going to jump to that last one. Well, you just cut her off. I, oh, I was done. Really. I was done. I'll wait. I got all day. <laughs> no, apparently yeah. we don't. <laughs> yeah, we're like four minutes now. Um, no, and this word is the gospel that was proclaimed to you. You know, we talk about, about loving people. I think one of the issues is we, we don't always understand what that is. Yeah. Um, one of the, the best ways, and it's what you you were talking about earlier this episode, is to share the gospel with them. If you love them, how can you say you love somebody? And I'll, I'll go, I, I I take this on. You know, so often we say, well, family's the hardest to share with. If you love them, you don't want them to go to hell. Yeah. So how do they not get get to hell? There's one way, <laughs> one way, not five, one way, <laughs> and it's through. Christ, and they have to hear his word to know who he is. Yeah, make sure we got clarity that you can't make them get saved, but right. you do affect them. Right. Yes, yes. I, I, did I send that to you about the, your, be careful about your circle of friends? The guy, mm-hmm. the paralyzed guy in Mark 2 yep. came to Jesus because of his friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, it said, be careful your circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you willing to go the extra mile right. to get your family to Jesus? I, I mean, you just got to keep living it out sometimes you can't speak i mean i got family that i i don't need to tell the gospel to they've heard it mm-hmm. so i just try to live it out right. in front of yeah them. yeah you know and i don't participate in the things that they do and they they don't really talk to me and i love them but yeah i don't know they just won't and then when that happens you you continually pray for them yeah you know that mm-hmm. that's one the other great thing you can do to show that that you have love for somebody is pray for them and by the way loving them doesn't mean you condone their actions absolutely absolutely, absolutely. it doesn't mean that you are like okay whatever man mm-hmm. just this, that's not how salvation is mm-hmm. you you don't we are so becoming universalists in the baptist yep. faith man I Everybody often, goes to heaven. I often knew my mama loved me because she didn't condone my actions. Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, looking back, you know, at my teenage years and stuff, I'm like, you know, if she really loved me, she would do exactly what she did, which is want good things for me and want me to walk closer to Christ. And so she couldn't have condoned my actions. You he know. chastens us. Yeah. Right. Doesn't punish Absolutely. us. Right. Punishment, I will say it again, carries the concept of wrath. Mm-hmm. Yep. The wrath of God was taken care of at Calvary, was satisfied, better word, at yes, Calvary. Yes. He chastens us now mm-hmm. with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a difference. Yep. Uh, you can argue with me till you're blue in the face, yep. but you're going to argue with me and Charles Stanley. <laughs> Good luck. Yep. He's dead, so you can't really argue yeah. with him. So big salt, and then we'll, we'll end here. I mean, and by the way, we're going to Isaiah 40 because it's really been on my heart lately, and a lot of sermons I've referenced it, and I've referenced it on the pod- podcast, mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> 
podcast, only podcast, man. <laughs> and they're quoting Isaiah 40 right here. The very, we didn't deal with it. The grass withers, the flower falls. The word of God remains forever. Here's mine. I'll give you mine first. Mm. My foundation is God's word. Mm-hmm. It, it does not agree with society now right. in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But society's not right. God's word right. is right. right. Um, I'll never give an inch on it. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, it doesn't matter who. I'm not giving an inch. Um, God's word will remain forever. Yep. Yep. End of story. And that is the word that we need to live by. That is the word that we need to. Um, it's It describes here God's word as living and abiding. But because of that, we need to be abiding in it. No. We need to be living by it. We need to be dwelling in it. We need to. Um, be clinging to it because we can't obey what we don't know. Yep. And so in order to obey the truth, we need to know the truth. Now I know why I usually go first. It's because I don't want to have to follow you. <laughs> no. Um, what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> really? I think it's I all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, just the fact that um, going along with that, practice loving people yeah it, it's and the reason we have to do that god has given us the ability um and the calling to to love everyone the world has given us all of these false ways of doing that 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 idea of well if i love you i gotta agree with everything you do you yep. gotta do whatever i have to accept things that aren't holy practice it and read about it we have an entire bible filled with god's love that's mm-hmm. the one that we have to imitate so so practice it but make sure again your definition of love should start and end in God's word. Yeah, script because I think the world the the love of the world is more of a lustful Oh, absolutely. love. Absolutely. Not an agape godly love. Yeah. It's and, a love that well, it's not it's not a love. That's the thing. Yeah. It, it's a lust that destroys rather than a love that builds up. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, and if you're out there today and you're listening and you say, "Well, I cannot love this person." That's a lie from the very pit yep. of hell. Yep. And what you're saying is God's word is wrong. Mm-hmm. You are choosing not to love somebody. Yep. yep. You have the ability. I didn't say be best friends with them. Right, right. right. Yep. But you can still love them. Absolutely. So anyway, let's pray. Father, help us to love. Help us to have the love of, of Jesus Christ in us, the love of God in us, uh, a love that that transcends our ability to love. And, and help us to show it in all um, aspects of our life. And then we'll honor you, Father, and um, help us to love you more. We love you more. We'll love the world's people. I don't want to say the world more, but we'll love the world's people more and show them the love of Jesus and by our actions and our ways. Um, so God, just be with us, Lord. We love you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. I got little hay girl over there, my home slice. <laughs> hey, hey. And then I got Mickey Mouse over there. Bye, y'all.